I understand the frustration of feeling like you need to justify your choices. Explaining your lifestyle over and over and over again because everyone from random strangers to even your own family just doesn't get it. Hey, I'm Allison Conway. That's why I'm here to help you build a profitable business that gives you the freedom to travel and work from anywhere. I've been there. And in this podcast, I'm going to share with you the real actionable how to's so you can finally confidently say it is a real job, dad. This is a soul fire production. So there are some things in, in the entrepreneurial world and, and you know what I'm talking about. Like once you start getting into this and start studying and reading, you get involved with all of those, all of the people, right. That are like, have big names in teaching and coaching in entrepreneurship and online business. There are a handful of names that are really well known, like Amy Porterfield, Marie Forleo, Gary Vee, Tim Ferriss, you know, everyone that has ever wanted to start an online business has read the four hour work week. <laughs> you know, there are certain things in the online business universe that are, you know, names and concepts and things that are, that are really well known. And there are about five things, five really prevalent things that piss me the fuck off. <laughs> I cannot express to you how irritated and annoyed I get when I hear these kinds of things. It is, it is truly the most annoying thing. And that's because it's usually coming from people that like give advice for a living, like our business teachers and business coaches. And their whole thing is teaching people how to start a business. And a lot of this, like it's sort of advice, sort of um, just these, you know, these like statements, these these like quotes that they put on Instagram and things like that. There's about five that I think about and get so, oh my God, I like thinking about them even now puts my energy in this place that is like, oh, I just want to fight against this. I just want to do whatever I can to make this kind of culture of, of these these types of things to, to end. Cause when I was first getting started, I would hear these types of things and I'm going to go into each of them, but I would hear these things and, and it would make me think that, you know, I was doing these things and I wasn't getting success. So therefore it has to be me, right? It has to be my fault. So I'm going to get into them because you've probably heard these before. And if you're just getting started, maybe these are things that are holding you back because they just, they make you think that you're stupid and that you're, you know, you're, you're following all the steps, you're doing all the right things and you're not reaching that this elusive magical six figure number or those 10 K months, or, you know, these numbers get that get thrown around. So I'm going to go into each one. 
The first one that drives me crazy because it is so important, but it's so often talked about without any context or without any explanation as to how to actually use it to your benefit. It's just sort of thrown out there in the universe, especially nowadays with like Instagram and, and the the culture around spirituality and manifesting and, and all that kind of that energy kind of stuff. And it's this, this, everyone says all of these kinds of influencers and business coaches say, well, all you have to do is believe in yourself, right? If you're not making six figures, well, you're not manifesting hard enough, or you're not believing in yourself hard enough. And truly to anyone that says that without providing context, truly fuck off truly genuinely fuck off because here's the truth of it as a multiple six figure business owner i can tell you without a shadow of a doubt there's so much about my business and my ability to make the money that i make and even continue to grow and continue to make more money a lot of that is wrapped up in the belief in myself and a lot of it even getting on a sales call, even talking to somebody, talking about my services, everything stems from, from my confidence and my belief in myself. If I think that I don't deserve to make six figures or even seven figures as I continue to grow my business, if I don't have the fundamental belief that A, I can do it, B, I deserve to have that much money, then I'm going to, you know, get on a sales call and unwittingly, unknowingly self-sabotage myself because there are these mental blockers that I may or may not even be aware of. So yes, you must believe in yourself. And there is a lot to manifesting and that kind of mental agility But when you throw it out there as just this, you know, this like power quote that you throw up on Instagram, oh, all you have to do is believe in yourself. Then I can tell you right now, as somebody who was broke as broke gets, wasn't making any money, was literally, I would literally walk out of my apartment in New York City with a single dollar bill in my pocket so that I could buy a dollar slice of pizza. And that would be my, that would be everything that I would eat for the entire day was a dollar slice of pizza. And when I did get a little bit of money, I would like buy takeout and ration it for myself. I would get, you know, if I had like $20 or something, I would buy, maybe I'd order a whole pizza or maybe I would order Chinese food or something. And I would ration it as my meals over a few days. So as someone who's been in that place, as well as the multiple six-figure successful profitable business place, I used to hear this when I was in that dollar slice of pizza place in my life. And I would hear all you have to do is believe in yourself. Oh my, I cannot even express to you how, first of all, difficult that was to hear because I'm sitting there in obviously in scarcity, right? All I have is a dollar every day to go out and to feed myself. It's not like I could even buy groceries because that's like, you know, a hundred dollars a week or, or whatever. Um, 
So hearing, all you have to do is believe in yourself and you're going to ultimately make six figures. Yes, you must believe in yourself. But when the advice stops there, that person who is in literal scarcity, like is in survival, cannot they cannot reach that self-actualization because they have to feed themselves. What they actually need to hear, what I actually needed to hear was, okay, here's one, two, and three steps that you need to take today to start getting in front of people. Here's how you make a sale. Here's how you master the clothes. Here's how you price your services. Here's how you actually tangible, practical business advice that I was desperate for. I was craving it. And I know I'm not the only one out there that hears this. All you have to do is believe in yourself and think, okay, well, I can't start. I can't start with believing in myself until I have a little bit of a runway to even understand what that means in the first place, right? To even understand that confidence and belief in yourself is is so fundamental to sales and even knowing how to price your services and all of those things. Yes, believing in yourself and manifesting abundance and all that stuff is imperative. But not when you're in this place where you don't even know what the fuck to do every day. When you have these big goals and these big dreams and somebody says, don't worry, you just have to believe in yourself. (laughs) What are you talking about? Can you teach me how to make a sale? Can you teach me, you know, about like how to use social media and how to get a person on the phone in the first place? <sighs> Man, can you can you hear how angry I get when I talk about this? I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to tone it back a little bit. <laughs> I just think about myself in that place and I know you know, I've put in a lot of work to, to get myself out of a, that, that, you know, that literal scarcity, right. That survival of, you know, I, I have a single dollar bill to feed myself every day to that little literal scarcity to the mindset scarcity. It's really, really hard to, you know, when you've lived through that, right. It's really hard to even when you start making money to change the way that you think about money. And it is really important. And I don't want, you know, as I say, it it pisses me off when people say, all you have to do is believe in yourself. It pisses me off when people say, all you have to do is believe in yourself when it's not accompanied with any context. And even more so than that, accompanied with actual, practical, tangible business advice. Give me the real juice. Give me the real shit because yeah, sure. I can believe in myself, but that's a work in process progress even still. So what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Right? What am I supposed to do while I work on believing in myself? And if I continue to not make any money while I continue to quote unquote, you know, work on believing in myself, then that's just going to keep me that's I'm going to continue to not believe in myself because I'm not making any fucking money. (laughs) So it just doesn't work. And I see this on Instagram all the time. I see this with like wellness 
coaches and entrepreneurs. And I don't mean like fitness and nutrition and, and that kind of, but like the spirituality kind of, kind of thing. And I'm not, I don't mean to like be negative about spirituality because all I'm all about it. Like believe in the thing that, that builds you up and gives you energy and, and makes you believe that you are worthy and confident and deserving of everything of every, of all the money that you want. But you have to start from a place of actual tangible business advice. Okay. Now that I've ranted long enough about that one, there's some more that always really bothered me when, especially when I was starting out, especially when I was in that dollar slice place in my life. And another one is, you know, when I would really actively seek out that tangible advice, that practical, how do I actually get in front of people? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I would ask people how they did it. And a lot of the time they would come back to me and say, Oh, I didn't plan to do this. It just happened. I didn't plan to be successful. It just happened. I just knew somebody that did something. And then I just sort of like magically fell into my plate, fell into my lap. And that one really bothered me because again, without any context, there have been a lot of things that have happened in my business that weren't planned. And now that I can see that from, from this perspective, from the, from the place that I'm in now, I understand what they're saying because there's a lot of things, you know, relationships that I've, that I've nurtured and that relationship ultimately led to my making a bunch of money because the, the relationship and the connection was what it was that it allowed this space for, you know, collaboration or even working together in some way that wesn't planned for. And there've been a lot of things that have happened over the course of my business so far, and even things that will continue to happen that I don't necessarily plan for that does provide me with a great deal of success. However, that did not come to me. That was not like, I didn't pluck it off of a tree. I didn't just say, Oh, here's the person that I need to have a relationship with because it's going to lead to, you know, X, Y, Z type of success, whether that be financial reputation, whatever, whatever it is. I don't pluck those relationships off the tree. I don't go into building a relationship thinking, oh, I have to be super strategic about this because, you know, in five years, this connection is going to lead me to whatever type of success that it's going to lead me to. So in that sense, things aren't planned, but nothing is overnight. And when people say this, oh, I didn't plan for this. It just happened to me what probably happened to them, what most likely happened to them is they, they set stones, they planted seeds years ago. And now those seeds are blooming. Now they are receiving some kind of success, some kind of benefit off of work that they've been doing for years. But when you tell a newbie, 
when you tell somebody who hasn't been in business for years to have their planting seeds now, when you talk about the bloom as if it were the seed planting, you just confuse people and it really harms people's growth. It really stunts people and makes people think, oh, well, I, and this goes in, this sort of goes in tandem with the belief in yourself thing, because when things are just quote unquote happening for other people and they're not happening for you, then you do get stuck in this scarcity, this woe is me, this, I can't do things. And I'm just not the kind of person who can make this happen because it's just sort of magically happening for other people and not for me. And that's a, that's a mindset that you absolutely don't want to get caught up in, but it, you know, you can, I, I'm not going to blame you if you get caught up in that mindset when you've been getting this messaging that, you know, these influencers, oh, it was just so totally accidental that I, you know, got 200,000 followers on Instagram. It was totally accidental that I did, you know, that I was like on the Today Show. It was totally just like happened and landed in my lap that I made a million dollars this year. No, it is not accidental. And I think when people say that, I, I, you know, I, I might be quick to blame them for saying that, but I think what's actually happening is they, you know, we've been given this messaging our whole lives. I think, especially women that we have to downplay our success. So when somebody says, Oh, well, how did, how did you do it? I think a lot of the time people are like, Oh, well, you know, they just want to downplay how hard they've worked or how, how fierce their ambition is. You know, they really just want to, and that's our fault as a society, right? It hurts everybody. It hurts the person that's, that's receiving the success because it didn't just happen. Maybe it, it wasn't planned for, but it is the bloom of seeds being planted over years and years and years. So it harms the person who's receiving the success because they don't actually get to take credit for the amount of work that they've put in. And it also hurts the newbie because the newbie then hears, oh, it just magically happened to me. It was totally accidental. I didn't plan it at all. And they think, oh, well, nothing like that ever happens to me. So it never will. Then they probably, they might stop working stop putting in the energy and the work because, you know, they, they just think that it's not them. And then it goes back to the first one. All you have to do is believe in yourself. And that message is going on in tandem with this one. And people just get stuck. And listen, I am, I am the kind of person that nothing is going to stop me. And I fundamentally believe that I deserve and will receive untold amount of success and nothing is going to prevent me from putting in the work, even all the shit that I've been through, even all the shit that people have said to me. And I genuinely want to pass along that type of energy to everyone that I know who wants to start a business. I truly want to you know, provide the kind of energy that I have in that provide the kind of resilience that I have and just keep going. But shit, man, we are up against so much when we enter this world, when we, when we, and when I say when we enter the world, I mean, enter the entrepreneurship, the, 
the online business world, when we come into this and we are so excited and we proudly say, I want to start my business. Hell yes. And maybe for a minute we get other people saying, hell yes, yes. Start your business, make your money, be successful, do this. And then it gets hard. And then we get all this other messaging in our head that is, that makes it even harder. I want to pass along to you resilience and grit and belief in yourself, but it's hard. This, this shit that we hear all the time and the people that, that give this messaging, it's just this vicious cycle of, of, you know, this kind of messaging that, that keeps everyone down. So this is, is endlessly frustrating for me because I see people give up all the time because they're receiving this kind of messaging. And I really, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart when I see people give up because they're, they're receiving this because on the one hand, it's not your fault, but on the other hand, it is right. You have to keep going. But knowing that I got this, I got, I heard all this shit too, you know, and you just have to drown out the noise. I've been a big musical theater fan my whole life, both as a spectator and as a performer. I love musicals so much because in all of them, there are hidden lessons about grit, resiliency, embracing yourself, and even business. Each episode, I take a lesson I've learned from my favorite Broadway musicals and share them with you. Tag me at Allison E. Conway on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this week's musical-inspired lesson. The Broadway musical Dear Evan Hansen was a huge hit right from the beginning with Ben Platt starring as Evan Hansen. There was not a dry eye in the audience from the day that it opened. There's a song in Dear Evan Hansen called You Will Be Found. The whole show is... It's tough to watch, but it's an important watch. It's about suicide and depression and anxiety and feeling alone and feeling like you have nowhere to turn, no one to talk to. And the song, You Will Be Found, it starts by saying, do you ever feel forgotten? Do you ever feel like you could just disappear without anyone ever noticing? And then it has a moment and it says, well, let that lonely feeling wash away. Basically, all you have to do is reach out a hand and someone will be there. As you are growing your business, you will feel alone. It's lonely and it's really hard. Seth Godin calls this the dip, the moment that happens for every entrepreneur. It's the moment that you feel like it's not worth 
continuing to try, continuing to fail over and over and over again. But the very best thing that you can do for yourself personally and also for your business is reach out a hand and ask for help. This is a lesson every entrepreneur has to learn because there is a reason to believe you'll be okay, just like the song says. This is hard. <laughs> this is this this is the kind of stuff that most people don't really talk about, but that's precisely what makes it so hard. On the other side of asking, on the other side of that vulnerability, are people that are willing to help you. Are people that are willing to reach out their own hand to catch yours. Not everyone will be like that. There are going to be some people that swat your hand away as you ask for help, but you have to keep trying because there are people out there that feel just like you do and that want to help and want to be helped. As the song sings, you will be found. Let the sun come streaming in. because you'll rise again. Asking for help is one of the hardest things that we do as entrepreneurs, because it means that you have to put your ego aside a little bit. <laughs> but when you do, and when you surround yourself with people that support you, that want you to succeed, you will be found. So let the sun come streaming in, because you'll reach up and you'll rise again. So this next one is really goes together with the first two. Um, especially, especially the first one, especially that, you know, that message, all you have to do is believe in yourself because this one that, that really bothers me is people that make a living off of giving advice, people that teach business, work, work as business coaches, but they don't actually give any practical advice. There is no actual, actual tangible information that somebody could act on. And maybe, you know, there is, but it's in such small doses that really all they're trying to do in that case is, is get you to purchase their products, right? Like they're giving you only tiny doses of that real tangible advice because they want you to only get the good stuff, only get the meat, the really heavy duty, you know, actual advice when you join their program or their mastermind or take their course or work with them one-on-one. -on -one. And that's totally fair. You know, I, I understand you don't want to give it all away. However, when your entire influence, when your entire business is built on providing tangible business advice, and then there's somebody like me, and I know I'm not the only one, there's somebody that's got a dollar every single day to live off of, they're not buying your products. They're not. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I can tell you right now, there's absolutely no way I would have bought a, you know, a $2,000 
coaching program or a, you know, or a $2,000 course or whatever. I remember Marie, Fo- I really wanted to take Marie Forleo's B-School. And it's a really popular program. I've heard amazing things, but it was $2,000. And I was like, well, I guess that's never going to happen. I guess I'm going to have to figure this shit out on my own. And it's so, it becomes so lonely. And so it, it's, it just becomes so hard to try to learn this stuff from scratch, from trial and error. And listen, I'm not trying to say that it shouldn't be hard because it absolutely should be. And it's totally okay that it is hard. That's why most people don't do this, right? Because it's hard. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't be. But people whose entire influence and business is built around giving advice, but they don't actually give any any advice. So so an example is um, there was somebody that I was following back in my back <laughs> in my dollar slice days. And they would say, you know, they would say something like, get in front of the right people. Okay. Well, what does getting in front of the right people mean? How do I get, what do you, what do you, first of all, what do you mean by the right people? And second of all, how do I get in front of them? Where do I place myself? Is this a physical location? Do I go hang out with people? Is this on Instagram? Like, how do I, what the hell do you actually mean by get in front of the right people? So what they're not saying is when you say get in front of the right people, right people means find a niche, find a single group of people, uh, and, and not really a single group, find a single person. That's why they call it an avatar, an, an ideal client avatar, ICA, get in front of that single person, break it down so specific in such detail that you know exactly where that person hangs out. You know exactly what kinds of fears they have, what their dreams are, what kind of programs they're not buying and what kind of program they might buy. And then go to the places where they hang out. It might be Facebook groups. And if you go into a Facebook group, leave comments on everything, be the person with all the answers, solve a lot of problems, give away free advice, be the person that makes the pain go away because then somebody's going to DM you and they're going to say, Hey, that advice was really amazing. Can I, you know, can I have more? And that's when you say, absolutely. Would you like to jump on a call with me? (laughs) So that's just one example of somebody that, you know, only gets you to first base only says, okay, get in front of the right people. Well, fuck if I know what that means. (laughs) And now, right. Like now I can, I can figure out my ICA and, and, know where they hang out and and know how to get in front of them and know the things to say and, and all that kind of stuff. But that took so much time to figure out. It's like, you have to learn the alphabet before you can form sentences or even form words. And so these, there are influencers and, and coaches out there that are only getting you to first base are only saying, okay, now go get in front of the right people. Oh God. And it is endlessly irritating 
especially if you're in that dollar slice phase of your life or your business. Give practical advice. And that is what I'm going, this is what, this is the purpose of that, of this podcast is to give you real advice is to give you the shit that I was desperate for. I desperate for, and I'll have paid programs. I'll absolutely have ways where I will happily take your money and give you so much, such a stupid amount of value in those programs but I'm still going to give you the free stuff because I don't want you to be lonely and I don't want you to feel stupid. And I don't want you to feel like you can't because you can, you will get to a place where you have belief in yourself. You will get to a place where things start to happen for you because you've planted seeds and now you are seeing it bloom. But it takes time and it's hard. It's so hard. And that's okay. You're going to do it. You have the resiliency for it. Okay. So this next one is uh, if you ever hear these words, run as far away and as fast as humanly possible. And those words and variations of these words are there's a secret formula for making six figures and I'm the only one who has it. Or, you know, all you have to do is do one, two, three, and you're going to make six figures. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. Again, all of these things are frustrating when they don't come along with context, because now that I have made multiple six figures and I'm growing and I continue to grow, I know that while it's not a secret formula, there is a playbook, so to speak, on making six figures. There are steps and strategies to implement methods of marketing and prospecting and closing sales and all those types of things. There is a playbook for these things. It's not a formula and it's not it's not a get rich quick scheme. It takes a lot of time and it is extremely difficult to do. But there are real things, real proven. There's a method to the madness. So when I say, if someone says there's a secret formula to making six figures, and I'm the only one that has it, or, you know, just you're going to make six figures in 30 days with my super expensive program, whatever it is. Making six figures, yeah, sure. Some people are able to do it really quickly in like less than a year or, you know, in like six months or whatever, sure. Sometimes there are people that are able to do that. Most likely, the person that can grow a business to six figures already has some experience. Maybe they've already started a business and this is a new business that they grew to six figures in six months or less or whatever, but they are able to get to that place because they already know the alphabet. So now they're forming words and sentences and paragraphs. But if you don't know the alphabet yet, you're not going to make six figures in six months. And this is another place where I was in. I would get this, I would get ads for this kind of stuff all the time. And it was usually from men because there's just some kind of energy there. There's just some kind of 
I don't know, with, with men and like male business coaches, there's just this energy of hustle, right? This like hustle culture, which is actually the fifth thing that really pisses me off about the online business universe. But this one, this secret formula or this follow these three steps and you'll make six figures. Those are probably steps that are in this quote unquote playbook that I speak of. They are probably steps. So for example, to grow to six figures, you need your ideal client avatar. You need to know who this person is in and out. You need to have the details and the specifics about who they are and what they want, what their dreams are, what their fears are, what they don't know, what they do know, what they want to know, what they don't know, they don't know everything you have to know about this person. And that's one of those things in, you know, understanding your ideal client avatar, they might be teaching that in this program. And you may be able to grasp those concepts. But it takes time to have that level of understanding in who your ideal client avatar is and how to speak to them. So when they say, you know, six figures in six weeks, and one of the things that they're teaching is ideal client avatar, that's legitimate. That's good advice. But this six week thing, like if they're teaching something as fundamental as rudimentary, not rudimentary, but as entry level in business, as understanding your ideal client avatar, then you're not going to make six figures in six weeks or six months or whatever the timeline is that they give you. Because if those are things that you already understand, because you have experience in building another business, then yeah, then you can totally grow a new business or another business to six figures and beyond in that amount of time. But ideal client avatar is entry level. It's one of the first things that most people learn and understand about their business. So if that's where you are in your time studying and self-learning and and teaching yourself and, and learning online and and understanding entrepreneurship, if that's where you are in your journey, then you're not going to get to six figures in six months. And that's okay. This shit takes time. This shit is very, very hard to do. And when you, let's say you buy this program, you see an ad and you buy this program that says six figures to six weeks. And you, you know, then you don't get to six figures in six weeks but you followed all the steps. You did everything right. You did all the homework that's inside this program. You asked questions. You did everything right. You were, you know, you are as hardworking as you promised yourself you would be. And you don't get there. It's not because it's you, but you believe that it's you. And that is the most infuriating. It is the most heartbreaking thing to feel because been there. It's like, wait a second. You told me that I was going to make six figures in six months or six weeks or whatever the ridiculous amount of time that they're advertising in. And I did everything right. So if I'm doing everything and you're saying I'm supposed to reach this number by this time, well, then the only conclusion left to draw is that it's me. The only conclusion left to draw is that I'm the problem. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. I'm not deserving enough. And then it goes back to all the other things. All you have to do is believe in yourself. I didn't plan to be successful. It just happened to me, right? All of those things that just comes back to 
what prevents us from becoming successful in the first place. So when somebody says there's a secret formula and you're going to reach six figures in X amount of time, and it's always a ridiculous, it's always like six figures in like, if someone said to me six figures in three years, I'd be like, yeah, (laughs) done and done. I believe that. (laughs) But this And sometimes people can do it faster. Like, I'm not saying if you get to six figures in under a year, shit, good on you. Like, good, good job. That is incredible. And then you should teach a program on how to do that and make a boatload of money doing that. But for most of us, that's not the case. And that's okay. But when we hear these messages, we just think that it's, we think it's us. Oh, and this shit is already so hard. It really, it breaks my heart, you guys. It really does. Because I believe in you. And I know that you can make not just six six figures, you can make seven and eight, and you can grow phenomenal fucking businesses. But you just have to be willing to push past all this messaging, all this bullshit. So the last one I already mentioned is hustle culture is this idea that if you're not working constantly and I'm going to, hello, my name is Allison and I am a hustler. I don't know if that's the right word to it, but I am the person because of this, because of this hustle, hustle culture that was so prevalent, especially when I was starting, I still think that if I'm not working on Sunday, I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to have everything that I want. I'm not going to have enough. I'm not going to make enough money. I'm not going to have enough clients. I'm not going to be able to teach anybody how to do this. I'm not going to, you know, have, I'm not going to be able to fulfill my dreams because of this stupid fucking hustle culture. And it is so uniquely American. Having traveled and been to over 40 countries, I can tell you that this is so, well, North American, really, but especially American. This idea that it's basically like, you know, when somebody says, oh, I'm so tired, I've I've been working so hard. Our instincts are to say, oh yeah, well, I'm even more tired because I was working even harder because I, I, you know, I worked 15 hours yesterday and then didn't sleep because I, you know, yada, yada, yada. Ugh. And I am, I say this out loud to you because I am trying as hard as I can to internalize it for myself. This one is very, very difficult for me. I. I get very, very entrenched in this idea that I have to constantly be hustling. And I've been doing a lot of kind of energy work and, and figuring out exactly, you know, getting to the core of why I feel this way, but this hustle culture, and it comes a lot from these characters in online business that I've already talked about, like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, is all about 
or at least he was, I stopped following him because he stressed me out so much, but at least he was when I was getting started all about that, that hustle, all about that, you know, um, if you work nine to five, well, then you have five to nine or you have, you know, every, like you should be working basically every hour that you're alive to achieve your dreams. And that was what I heard from him. And I wholeheartedly believe that because that's ingrained in our culture anyway. That's just how we operate as Americans. It's always, I work extra hard and you get bonus points. You know, if you're the first person to leave the office, people look at you like, oh, they're not hardworking enough. They don't want it enough. There are some things that I do to try to combat this feeling in myself. Like I don't take calls before 10 AM. And that is just, that is just a rule on, you know, when people can, I have my, my Calendly, my appointment scheduler on my website and you can't even like get onto my calendar before 10 AM. And I've actually considered changing it to 11 because I just like having the mornings to myself. But that's one way that I, you know, put that boundary up because I like to sleep. And I know it's the, you know, it makes everybody look good or feel better about themselves when they say, Oh God, I just didn't, I didn't get enough sleep because I just work so hard. No, I am going to sleep and I am not ever going to wake up at 5am. The only time I'm ever willing to wake up super early in the morning is if I'm on the way, if I'm on my way to an airport. And I've got some epic trip planned. That is when I'm willing to wake up extra early in the morning. But no, I don't, I don't set anything on my calendar before 10 a.m. So that is one way that I try to combat that in myself. But I am working on this every day. And it is really, really hard. And it honestly, it is self-sabotaging in a way, this hustle culture, because it prevents there's so much mindset around this and there's so much mindset about everything that I've talked about. And in business in general, mindset is so, so, so important. But this stuff is just, it's just everything. It's just making this harder than it has to be. And this hustle culture is very irritating for me (laughs) because it makes everything harder. It makes everything, you know, when you are in this hustle mindset, it's really, really close to a scarcity mindset. It's really, really close to that. Oh, I have to constantly be working because I'll never have enough. And so you get in that scarcity And that's when, that's when the unknowing, unwitting self-sabotage comes in because you are overloading your plate. You're, you're putting too much on your plate where then you can't serve the people that have said yes to you in a way that is fully present. So then that just becomes this whole self-sabotage cycle and I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but it's, it's constant it's a constant reminder to myself that everything everything in my business takes time 
I think about myself five years ago when I was in that dollar slice place. And the person that I am today, she would be so proud. (laughs) And I get emotional thinking about it because that girl, she is so fiercely ambitious. She, she doesn't know where to put it all. She doesn't know how she has all of this wild ambition and she doesn't know where to put it. And she is struggling so hard to find the place to put it, to find the people that will help her, to find the clients, to find the money, to find everything. And now looking at myself today, she would be so proud. She would be in awe of what I've done. And I have to remember that when I get into hustle culture, when I get into that mindset of more, 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 more work, more clients, more money, more everything. I hope this has been helpful for you. This shit is hard. I don't know if anyone has ever told you that before, (laughs) but this shit is hard. And you're going to get these messages that I've just gone through and you're going to get even more. And this shit is going to be your biggest hurdle. Overcoming the, the, the intense desire to stop. That's going to be the hardest part. Like you can learn this shit and I'm going to do my best to teach you, but you can learn this. All of this, all of this is teachable and learnable. I don't care if you have a degree, you don't have a degree. I don't care what your degree is in. I don't care if you graduated from elementary school. I don't care. This is teachable and learnable. And you are fundamentally capable of learning it. And I'm going to do my best to teach you. I am going to give you everything that I've learned from building a multiple six-figure business so that you can do the same thing. Because what this feels like for me is turning around and giving that girl from five years ago a big bear hug. And thanking her for everything that she's going through. That's what this feels like for me. And because of that, I am grateful for you. I am grateful that you decided to show up. I am grateful that you said yes to yourself and to your business. Because you can do it. Like, it's just, you know, it's easy for me to say. But I have this objective view. Looking at other people and other people's businesses. And you can do it. There isn't anything different about me. The only thing that's different about me than most people is the fact that I kept going. And that's it. If you do that, you're solid. You're in it to win it. (laughs) And you're going to be a millionaire. 